Welcome to episode 19, Loneliness. Welcome to the Stop Hating Dating and Find Your Person podcast. I'm certified life coach, Stacey Perry. I went on 475 online dates to find my person so you don't have to. Each week, I'll teach you the skills and mindsets to confidently show up as yourself interact in a way that's authentic to you and gets you the relationship that you want. If you're ready to make dating and find your person easier, more fun, and without all the unnecessary drama and BS, this podcast is for you. Hello, friends. Today, we're going to be talking all things loneliness, how it shows up for us, what it sounds like in our heads, what it feels like in our bodies, different thought patterns that cause it, some misconceptions about loneliness, some tools, mindsets, and exercises to help you reduce the volume and frequency of the thoughts causing you to feel lonely. This episode will come out on Friday of Labor Day, and we are having like 30 people at Greg's place in the Sassoon Marsh. The house is this old Army Corps of Engineers barracks from the 30s that housed people working on the bridges in the Bay Area back in like the 20s and 30s. It was actually like a floating barge. (laughs) They dug a ditch and floated onto the property in the 40s after the original like gorgeous redwood compound burnt down in the late 30s. It has 10 bedrooms and we are stuffing in about 20 adults and 10 children and about five dogs. It is going to be a fun madhouse weekend. I'm really looking forward to it. And you know what? It's totally possible for us all during the weekend to have some feelings of loneliness or disconnection, even though we're surrounded by tons of people. My first job out of college, I traveled to different colleges for my sorority. I was a leadership consultant and I was around tons of other people my age, but I had never felt more lonely. I had thoughts like these people don't know me. They don't know my sense of humor. I need to be professional around them, which made me not show who I really was and not connect with them or even give them a chance to connect with the real me. And even now, I can feel like super self-conscious or anxious or lonely and weird at some networking events or parties where I like don't know many people. And sometimes I can go into similar situations with the attitude of having fun meeting new people. And I can have like so much fun connecting with people that I've never met before and may never see again. Also, like when I was in my 30s, I remember how lonely I would feel on a Saturday but not during the week, even though I worked from home. I had different thoughts on the weekends when I didn't have plans that caused feelings of loneliness for me. Loneliness is a feeling. We have thoughts about being single. We have fears about never finding our person. And those thoughts can bring up the feeling of loneliness in us. Those thoughts can bring up the sensation of loneliness in our bodies. And I think the emotion of loneliness can feel different for different people. It can feel like an aching, a sadness, a sorrow, a longing, disconnection, a feeling of like alienation or feeling abandoned. It can feel heavy. Those sensations do not feel good in our bodies. 
just talking about it makes me feel like a little tightness in my chest. I think for me, loneliness was like a sad, anxious feeling combo. It made me feel restless. I want to jump out of it and distract myself from it or numb it. It may be a different feeling in your body. The feeling of loneliness varies from person to person. And feeling lonely isn't a problem to avoid at all costs. It's a normal feeling and it comes up for a lot of us while we're dating and finding our person. So loneliness is a feeling. And like all feelings, it's caused by our thoughts. Some of the thoughts that cause the feeling of loneliness for you may be simply like, I'm alone, or no one cares about me, or I'll be alone forever. I'll never find my person. What if it doesn't happen for me? And when we think those thoughts that cause the feeling of loneliness, we can tend to like ruminate on past relationships, like saying to ourselves, I spent too much time with the wrong person. I know I've said that to myself. I wasted time in that relationship. We can compare and despair and have thoughts like I'm doing the worst in quotes out of all my friends. They're in relationships and I'm not. They must be better than me, have a better personality, better at connecting with other people, better at dating. We tell ourselves we're less than because we're not in a relationship. We may use other people's relationships as like a benchmark to actually like punish and judge ourselves. We like tell ourselves our friends are in relationships and starting families. We tell ourselves we're being left behind. We may create like a sense of urgency around finding our person our brain comes up with like a big old long list of evidence proving like how we're alone and why we're alone. Our brains, as I've said many times, are wired for connection. And back when we were cave people, if we weren't connected to a tribe, we couldn't survive. It meant death. And we still have that programming. We still have that primal brain. And it thinks that lonely is life-threatening. Your brain thinks it's dangerous for you to be alone. So it sends up thoughts that cause you to feel lonely. And it's all in an effort to get you avoid dying on the Sahara, which is not the case anymore. (laughs) And then this is also coupled with like all the messaging we get as women that we need to be in a relationship. And if we're not, something has gone like terribly wrong. And some of you may feel lonely because you don't feel close and connected to your family. And some of you want closer friendships. But the biggest culprit of loneliness is not being able to be alone with ourselves, not being able to enjoy our own company. And like, here are some like thoughts and like patterns that, add to your loneliness. So one, I need someone to make me feel good. Or you could, I'd like think of calling it like we're outsourcing our like emotions and feeling of belonging and connectedness. So for me, when I was lonely on a Saturday, I'd feel sad. I'd worry, like pre-worry about feeling anxious and bored. I was also afraid like someone would ask me like, what did you do this weekend? And and that I'd be embarrassed that I didn't have plans and that they would judge me. And now I happily take myself out to lunch or dinner or putter happily around the house 
or go for a walk with my dog boots. But then I would be afraid that I would run into someone and they judge me for being by myself. And now that just seems so funny to me, but it was so real for me back then. Another thought pattern when we're feeling lonely could be that we're giving over our emotional experience to a romantic relationship and making it mean without one, you'll feel lonely and with one, you'll feel safe and cared for and worthy and lovable and all the things. But feeling lonely isn't dependent on whether or not you're in a romantic relationship. Again, we can prove this because there are lots and lots of people who are in romantic relationships who feel lonely. They feel unworthy, uncared for, unlovable. And lots of people who are single who don't feel lonely and feel worthy and feel lovable. What determines whether or not you feel lonely, safe, cared for is how you decide to think on purpose about your current situation, your current circumstance. For some of us, when we're dating and finding our person, we believe we need them to provide us with the feeling of connection, love, worthiness, belonging. We think once we find our person, we will be connected and belong. We may feel like desperate to find our person because we don't know how or aren't creating that sense of connection and belonging for ourselves. I remember one of my mom's friends going from relationship to relationship and describing it like she felt she needed to plug into someone else to feel complete. And I think that's like a great way to think about loneliness. Like we're looking for someone else to power the feelings we want to feel. We have thoughts about not having the energy or like the capacity to do it ourselves. We think we need that outlet to plug into. But once my mom's friend lost that outlet, she felt desperate to find another person to plug into because she hadn't developed the skill to like power herself up. She was distracting herself by plugging into new relationships. She had to rely on something outside of herself to feel okay. But then we're always dependent on something or like someone outside of ourselves to feel good. One of my like mentors calls it, and I've said it before, like the validation vending machine. And sometimes that's why people stay in relationships that aren't healthy and thriving We're afraid of being alone because we haven't learned to connect with ourselves and enjoy our own company, to fill our own cup. Again, if other people were the cure to our loneliness, no one in a relationship would ever feel lonely. But you know that's not the case. There are thousands of relationship coaches and therapists helping people who feel so lonely and disconnected in their relationships. And I know I have felt like super lonely in some of my relationships. And I felt super alone in good friends company. Maybe I was enjoying their company, but I still had like a story that I was alone because I wasn't in a relationship. I had like thoughts about being single that were causing these feelings of loneliness in me. So there I was spending time with a loving friend with thoughts looping around in my head, telling me I was alone. And not always, but sometimes it distracted me from connecting with the person sitting right across from me because it makes it harder to connect with other people when we're not feeling connected to ourselves. I think one of the gifts for me not meeting Greg until I was 44 is I got really good at being alone 
at enjoying my own company and connecting with myself and enjoying my life single and like creating my life. When I was younger, I didn't want to be alone with my own thoughts. I would distract myself with friends and lots of activities and not that lots of friends and activities is a bad thing, but sometimes I was using them to avoid my lonely feelings. And there's also that underlying belief that feeling lonely is a bad thing. It's just an uncomfortable feeling that is one of the many, many uncomfortable feelings we experience as humans, but we can experience less of it single or in a relationship by getting better at connecting and being with ourselves, like liking our own company, not feeling desperate, which I did sometimes for that temporary distraction of activities or relationship. Learning to love our own company will be such an added benefit to your future partnership because you'll know how to fill yourself up. We can get in our heads and make Being alone in the single season in our life means something bad about ourselves and our lives. We can make it mean that we're not pretty enough, that we're not lovable enough, that we're all around not good enough. We are feeling rejected by the dating world and rejecting ourselves in the process. Like you may be like I was. I felt fine during the week, but come the weekend, if I didn't have my time totally filled, in would creep the loneliness. But I worked at home all day by myself and didn't feel lonely because in my brain, that was normal and acceptable and how it was supposed to be. The difference was I gave a different meaning to it on the weekends than I did during the week. I had different thoughts about being alone on the weekend than I did on the weekday. And you might be the same. And now I love a whole weekend of doing nothing and having no plans. Bonus if Greg is off doing something and I have the whole house to myself. I love it. Again, it is our brain creating the experience of loneliness with our thoughts. We can be surrounded by people who love us and want to connect with us and still feel lonely. So it's interesting to get awareness and ask yourself, like, do you have the belief that proximity to others and being in a relationship is what determines your loneliness? And is that really true? Is it possible to feel lonely in a room full of people? Is it possible to feel connected when you're home by yourself? Another thing about loneliness is like we have feelings about our lonely feelings. Often we make reoccurring thoughts about feeling lonely a problem. We judge ourselves for feeling lonely. We feel guilty for being jealous about our friends and not happy for them sometimes. We feel really like anxious about feeling lonely. Feelings about our feelings of loneliness. We may feel, quote, frustrated that we haven't, quote, solved our loneliness yet. We pile on extra shit to our already uncomfortable feeling of loneliness. So ask yourself, like, how might your experience be different if you allowed for these thoughts to pop up sometimes or even several times a day without telling yourself that it's a problem and that it shouldn't be happening? You shouldn't be feeling lonely. You may have thoughts like being single is just kind of like a cheap substitute for your real life. You want to live and share with your partner like your life is in limbo until you like find your person. Thoughts about wanting to feel included, thoughts about wanting to belong, thoughts about feeling disconnected, thoughts around like just tolerating your life now until you find your person. 
What if all these thoughts were okay to have? Nothing had gone wrong that you're having them. You don't have to make them mean anything and you don't have to believe them. They're just thoughts your brain tosses up to get you to connect so you don't die without a tribe alone in a cave on the Sahara. And no, your thoughts are generating loneliness now because you don't want to experience loneliness in the future. Your brain is fixating on what could possibly happen that your brain thinks would be a cause to you feeling lonely in the future. Like notice how you're creating for yourself now what you could possibly feel in the future because of your thinking. And like you're creating for yourself now the very thing that you're fearing in the future. But it's a lie your brain tells us and we believe. You're believing that being in a relationship determines how you think and feel. Your brain is creating loneliness now and you would be creating your loneliness in the future with your thoughts about being in a relationship or not. There are tons of people getting divorced that are feeling more alive than ever. There are tons of people in relationships right now feeling lonelier than they ever have. Again, physical proximity to other humans is just not what creates our feelings of loneliness or connection. If it were physical proximity to other people that created our feelings for us, I wouldn't have felt lonely when I was a traveling consultant. I wouldn't feel disconnected at a party or a networking event. But I did and I do sometimes. And I feel totally connected to my family who all live in San Diego, even when I'm not with them. And I have friends that live all over the world that when I think of them, I feel loving and connected and warm and gooey thoughts about them because my and your thoughts are what create our feelings of loneliness or connection. We have the idea that we have to be with people to enjoy loving them. But the great news is you don't. We can spend time loving and enjoying them even when we're not together. We can feel love and connected to people who have died. You could even choose to think loving thoughts about your future partner and just enjoy those loving thoughts. You could talk to your future partner now. Now let's talk about the antidotes to all these thoughts creating our feelings of loneliness. First, again, no feeling lonely is okay. It's human. It's one of the many human feelings. It's not a terrible thing we need to avoid and escape at all costs, like get into a relationship with just anyone. What determines whether or not you feel lonely, safe, cared for is how you decide to think about your circumstance on purpose. So let's go into some tools and practices and mindsets to help you quiet the thoughts in your head that are causing you to feel lonely. So one, start learning and practicing enjoying your own company. Set the intention that you're becoming a person who enjoys their own company. Ask yourself, like, how can I enjoy my own company? Where do I find the most joy? Intentionally creating a better relationship with yourself and enjoying your own company will serve you now, in the future, in your future relationship, in your whole life. And an exercise for you may be to write down everything your brain says as an answer to this question. What is stopping you from feeling happy spending time with yourself now? And then come up with strategies for each thing you listed to solve for the thinking blocking you from enjoying time with yourself now. Another brainstorming exercise is to ask yourself, if you were in a relationship, 
but they were gone or and you were like spending the day by yourself, what would you be doing and thinking and feeling? And how can you like think and feel and do that now? Number two, thought work. Loneliness is a feeling created by your thoughts. And our brain is always busy proving our thoughts true. So maybe for you, the antidote is a practice of noticing all the love and connections already in your life, appreciating them, having gratitude for them, nurturing them, and also like redirecting your brain when it tells you you're alone and it will always be alone. Maybe having a list of all the wonderful connections in your life and reading that list when your brain tells you you're alone. List all the ways you feel belonging. You'll always produce more of what you think. You'll always find evidence to prove your thoughts true. So start on purpose looking for evidence of how you're not alone, how you're connected, how you belong, knowing your thoughts are causing your loneliness and that you have a choice what you make this single season of your life mean about you and your future It's about managing your mind and not believing every lonely inducing thought that pops into your brain. You'll be delighted how quickly loneliness can fade when you stop believing every lonely producing thought that your brain just throws up at you. And remember, your brain thinks feeling lonely is dangerous, but that's a lie. It's just a feeling that will pass once the thought passes, once you process the feeling of loneliness. And you're not lonely. You are a human experiencing waves of the emotion of loneliness. That's the way to think about it. It's okay when lonely thoughts and feelings are a part of your dating and finding your person journey. Okay, number three, create more connection for yourself. For some of you, the feeling of loneliness causes you to like hide and not reach out for connection. The feeling of loneliness may cause you to isolate like even more not want to be around people because you're like feeling disconnected with yourself and feeling lonely. For you, I prescribe creating more connection in your life on purpose. When I was single, I always loved to be learning something and taking classes. I also usually would go to Chrissy Field Beach with my dog. My chocolate lab, Chase, died the first June of COVID and I didn't get a new dog until last year. And when I got my new dog boots, I remember how connected I felt back to my neighborhood, like meeting other people who were walking their dogs, meeting new neighbors that I hadn't met before. It felt great to reconnect to my neighborhood in that way. Like it gave me an excuse to talk to people. And maybe you're afraid to reach out and make plans because you're afraid of being rejected and them saying no. But for you, seeking out human interaction may be what you need to practice more of and that would benefit you. And your brain may be telling you like you're alone, like it's an identity, not just a feeling. And along the same lines of creating more connection, you can think of it as giving more connection. That's number four, giving more connection. Years ago, I took this really cool positive psychology coaching certification and for a project, I wore a really fun bobble flowering to remind myself to spread love and joy, to smile at people on the street, to playfully engage with strangers, like to have fun with whoever was at the checkout stand or the barista or the person I was ordering food from, to joke with the customer service person over the phone. We're all seeking connection and 
think about how you can give it more, how you can like lift someone else up. You can go volunteer, compliment that cute grandma who is like dressed beautifully, like pet a stranger's dog and talk to them, like reach out to a friend, make a comment on someone's post and support them. Like maybe you want to have an acts of kindness practice. Ask yourself, how can I give more connection? Like maybe challenge your brain to come up with like 10 to 20 different ideas on how you can give more connection. Number five antidote, accepting what is. So many of us resist accepting ourselves and our life for exactly where we are right now. And like maybe for you, thoughts of loneliness are created by thoughts like, I should have met someone by now. I should be in a relationship. Whenever we have thoughts that things should be different, it's the clue that should is a clue that we are suffering by resisting what is. We always have a choice on what we make it mean about us and our lives. Sure, thoughts will pop up in our head, but we don't have to believe them or make them like be our truth. Maybe ask your brain to come up with like ideas on how you can enjoy your life more right now the way it is while you're still wanting to be different. You're still wanting your life to be different, like accepting and loving this season of your life and still wanting to find your person. They don't have to be mutually exclusive. Okay, that's it on loneliness. I hope this podcast and all my podcasts give you at least like one good nugget to start to shift some of your thinking about your life now and the life you want to create. I hope it gives you awareness about your thinking and how your thinking is optional. Like you always have a choice in what thoughts you believe. Okay, until next week, I love you so much. So happy to be on this journey with you. Go get them and know it's okay to feel lonely sometimes. It's not a problem. It's a human emotion that we all feel sometimes. Thank you so much for listening. If you're ready to stop hating dating and find your person, let's chat. You can pop right on my calendar for a free coaching call to see if private one-on-one coaching feels like a fit for you. It's like our first date to see if we're a match. You can get access to my calendar on my website at stacyperrycoaching.com. There's also a link in my Instagram bio or use a link in the show notes. Just do it and get yourself booked for a free coaching consult call. And let's go find your person.